Keep talking to the mic. Hello? Cool. And then, <laughs> like an inch away, uh-huh. inch away when you're talking each time. Go away. An inch away? Yeah. Okay. Dylan, FYI. Yes. Joe will yell at you. That's fine. I'm telling you right now. He yells at me. See? See how he treats me? Oh, I know. Do you see how he treats me? He's going to come over there and treat you exactly He's definitely going to move me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that light that you can just pick me up like that? Yeah. That's kind of hot. I, I trust Joe <laughs> with anything with cameras. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Check, check. Are we do, good? Yeah, do the intro you were talking about. Oh, okay. I start singing. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, white waiters? We have Dylan Francis today, DJ extraordinaire. Yep. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Thanks for coming, dude. Thank you. I'm going to tell you right now, if 15-year-old me <laughs> was sitting here, I'd be freaking the fuck out. Seriously. But not. But you're not. No, but I mean, I'm definitely not freaking out, but it is... An honor, for sure, to have you here. I'm just a guy, I, and I, I I know, but but you're a guy that uh, that I used to listen to and still do. I I actually send you like I sent you, you move it, but yeah, before yeah, it yeah. came out. Before it came out, yeah. yeah. And dude, I listen to your songs all the time. Thank you. You're one of the first artists that I had discovered when electronic music became a th- like popular. Yeah, th- like in 2010. 2011. That's I think so, that's exactly when I started yeah. too. Yeah. So I've been listening to you for a fucking long time. Damn. Yeah. That, yeah I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. That means a lot to me. Yeah. For it really sure. does. Yeah. And I hope you can say the same about the Lightways podcast. Dude. I mean, <laughs> I love the Lightways. I've been listening since inception. What's your favorite episode? Uh, the one where you guys talk about uh this like crazy light in the air that was yes, going by. I, like, I love that one. The yeah. stoplights where yes, you think ghosts are talking to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, wow, that was pretty good, actually. Uh, episode oh, wow. 114. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I was going to say that, but you t- <laughs> you know it. Play cool. Yeah, yeah. Are you nervous to be around us? I am right now. Really? I am. Especially by the sign. The sign looks really good. <laughs> sign is good. intimidating. <laughs> it is. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who do not know, like I had just said, Dylan is a producer. He's a DJ. He's an artist. What's your next song? What's your newest song? When's it coming out? It actually comes out tomorrow. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be today. It comes out today. When people are listening. Yeah. Do you have it on your phone? Can we listen to yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Okay, hold on. Let me get it. <laughs> Who'd you oh, do it with? Is it all um, you? No. Well, yeah, it's all me, but I sampled Ciara, so it's goodies. The funny thing about the song is that I made it back in December, and it's just taken this long to get through all the stuff that we needed to get through to finally be able to release it. So it's six months later. Wow. You need to get clearance from CR's team. Yes. Oh, How's that process? Crazy. It was a long process. And it, you have, do you pay to get the rights up front or is it however the song or each song is different? So you, you go to each person that's published in that song uh-huh. uh, and you have to ask them for them to okay it. And then they'll ask for the percentages and usually you, you get nothing. It's normal because it's a huge song. So now right. like, yeah, I'm going to give you a percentage of my song that you reworked. But yeah, it, it just took a little bit because there was uh, I can't go into really into detail, but it took a long time. And now it's finally coming out. And I'm very happy about it that it was able to come out. Music video too? Here, I'll just show you that with that. <laughs> I just thought, you know, why not play every instrument in the song on a green screen? And <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. That's sick. 
That's really sick. Do you Thank actually you. play all those instruments? No. <laughs> That's why I think it's really funny. You look pretty. You look pretty good on the drum set, though. <laughs> Thank you. Man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, playing the drum is so bad. If I wish I had the recordings of the live session because it's just so out of time and so stupid. Oh That's my really god. Funny. That was one of the most embarrassing. Like just. Having everyone in production that's just watching you be like, this guy's a fucking musician? What the fuck? <laughs> that's funny. Dude, <laughs> boy plays drums if you ever need a drummer. Yeah? Do you, do you play any instruments? I, I don't. So the way that I started making, being able to make music was because of using a computer. Wow. Like Ableton, for some reason, I was like, oh, I get this. I know how to use a computer. I know how to like... And I started learning how to use a piano roll. Weird. How, how long did it take you to... From the first time that you picked it up, that you started the first day to I have a song and it's not bad. How long did that take? It's got to be like two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. So what happened was I started out. I remember I, I bought Ableton on my credit card. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm very much like in the in the hustler mentality of like, if I put a debt on myself, I know I'm going to make sure that I yeah, repay like it. That too. Yeah. <laughs> totally. it, it just pushes you to like, be yeah. like, all right, I have to do something to make sure that I don't, you know, yeah. I put it on my credit, my American express credit card that my parents let me get so stupid. But I mean, I was good with it. So I bought it. And I remember I was, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll DJ places and I'll make sure that I pay that back. And during that time, I'll just try to figure out how to make music on it. And then, uh, I think a year in, I still sucked so much, was barely making any good music. And then I asked my friend Corey Nita, he goes by Corey Enemy, if I could move to Atlanta and be his assistant. And from there, I think I spent like three months there and I just watched him make music. And then he would sit aside and be like, here, this is how you do this, this and this. And then I went back home and another year passes by and I was literally in my house for the whole year just working on music. And it was so bad. It was the worst. And then... <laughs> One song finally, like, I was like, oh. What was that song? I mean, I thought everything was good, but it wasn't. <laughs> what, what was that song that, like? It was a song, Mastablasta. And the way that I knew that it was good was I was in, I, w I used to uh, be, like, not a tour manager, but, like, basically somewhat of, like, a, an assistant tour manager for my friend DJ Ruckus. And we were on our way down to San Diego. He was playing some event. And in the car, he's like, yo, you have any good records that I can play for this event? And I was like, yeah, I got this record. And I didn't tell him it was for me. And I played him Massive Blast. And he was like, yo, what is this? Oh, and I was like, I wanted to get a genuine reaction. This is actually me. And he was like, no fucking way. Oh, I was wow. like, yeah. And so then that night, I remember after the gig, I went to SoundCloud and I uploaded the song. And a bunch of people were like, this is so sick. What What is this? And so I got my manager at the time, Stretch Armstrong, to send that song to Diplo. And he, because I heard that he liked the genre that I was making, and he hit him back and was like, yo, this song is sick. So and then that kind of was like the break in my career where it was like, holy shit, okay, I think I finally made my first good song. Because everyone hated everything else that I made. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you know uh, this song is sick.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I discovered you. That's awesome. They're, they're good yeah. friends. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we became good friends later on, but they were posting my music and and the owner of the of the site he lives up in denver i think still and he's really cool oh wow yeah, yeah I, I discovered a lot of good artists yeah on that dude site. back in the day of blogs it was so fun hype yes. machine and there i remember all the blogs i was on like this name th my name is pelsky or something this yeah. song is sick uh Camel gotta Mac. dance dirty yes <laughs> dude yeah. the the best 
Yes. I, I miss that. Me too. But that I, was like the OG way of finding music. Yeah. If you really wanted to find it. Because there was no iTunes, no. Spotify shit. I know. And, you know, you can't, I mean, I like the algorithm, but there's sometimes I don't like the algorithm because, yeah. you know, sometimes I listen to really stupid music and it's like as a joke. And then the algorithm's like, yo, he really likes this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a joke. I swear. <laughs> That's funny. So are you still, do you still learn new things on, I assume you still use Ableton? Yeah. You still like day to day, discover new things, learn new things. Are you still learning the program or are you like I'll be straight up honest. I have definitely slacked super hard and I know that about myself and I've been trying to get back, like the, I, I'm not touring for the rest of the year except for like weekend stuff and I'm trying to get back in and really like, like, you know, sharpen the knife if, if you will. Um, so Yeah. I definitely slacked off because when you're touring like crazy, it's just so hard to to produce and DJ and find new music and all this stuff. I'm still good at production, um, but I definitely don't think I'm at like my peak level that I that I know that I want to be at. Yeah. Um. You know, like I don't have one ab yet. <laughs> I, I'll get you there. I'll get you there. <laughs> I'll get you there. If you teach me how to make a song, I'll yeah, I got you. you. I got you. Easy, easy. Hell yeah. This is this that's that's perfect. I always say it, it's like it's my it would be my dream to make a song. Do we just can... once? Because I actually used to DJ. Yeah. I used to. DJ I remember. With, I remember David was telling me that. Yeah, I used to DJ with my friend. Um, back in high school, we DJed until we were like eighteen, and then I had to go work, so I I stopped. But it's always been like a passion of mine. I fucking love music. I love yeah. finding new music. I love different types of music. And my one thing is like. I just I've always wanted to make a song. Dude, I'll teach you Ableton. Fuck yeah. Done. I'll do what Corey did for me. Do you like logic? I don't because I don't think it's logical. It's the weirdest thing, and I swear most people that use logic are also like, yeah, I don't know why this program's called logic. It's so Really? It's dude, Ableton for me. I also just learned on Ableton, so you know, it it I don't think it really matters which DAW you're on. I do think Logic has a better algorithm for for the output of the music, um, but Ableton just really makes sense in my brain. I've tried to use Logic and I've tried to switch over, and I just can't. It just uh, I don't know. I want to, but I've always wondered. So we can learn together if you want to learn Logic. Fuck it, yeah. I'll fucking learn Logic with you. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, Joe, I can't come today. I have a session with Dylan <laughs> with a uh, Logic session. <laughs> We're going to have to hire a logic tutor and we'll yeah. film the whole thing of us learning logic. Yeah. It's going to be really so funny. embarrassing for me because I'm like, I think I'm a pretty good producer. I'm going to be back at square one. Dylan and I are just both confused. How do like, I place a kick in here? <laughs> That's funny. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available 
available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> you did Coachella for four years now? I think it's, I think I played four years, maybe. Do, Three or four. Do you? How much of their budget do you just put right into production? A lot. Like, it's, it's a lot of, yeah. I mean, last the last time I played, we had these, these fucking cubes that were rising and... They were like automated and that costs a lot, but you, you have to, I mean, it's, it's, you know, Do you, you want to make a statement that? there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. It's, it's included in the, in the fee. So I, I, I end up paying for a lot of the stage production. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah. Cause you bring your own in. I mean, you, you don't have to, <laughs> you could be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to use a desk. I'm going to go buy a $200 desk and I'll take the rest of the money for myself. But, but that would be fucked up. But all the standards, for, all the standard stuff, sorry to interrupt, all no, the no, standard no. stuff, like the lighting and shit like that, that's covered by... The, the Yeah, like all the lights that are up here and like the LED wall, that's covered by them. But you can bring in your own production as well. Um, and for mine, I, I believe I had like... Man, I don't remember. It was, I think it was three. Three cubes on one side, three on the other. And then I had this one behind me that lifted up this pinata. Um, <laughs> and that that was, you know that's expensive just to like get the timing right and and to you yeah. know, use those machines. What's the most expensive stage design that you ever spent on? Probably Coachella. I don't even know what what the amount was. I don't I don't like to look at it yeah. cuz I don't want to know and it I don't want it to ruin like the idea of the art that I want to express at the show. So, yeah. How, <laughs> what's uh I don't understand the correlation between you and the piñata. The the correlation is I used to make these <laughs> Snapchat videos of so. It's a long story. Gerald and I. Gerald and I had an affair. His name, his name is Gerald. His name is Gerald. Okay. Gerald. This pinata's name is Gerald. Like the seal from Finding Dory. Yes. 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 Yeah. 
Uh, is that what you named it after? I no no no. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I'm trying to think. Like I went to this meeting a, a long time ago, and um, they fulfilled my writer and they gave me a pinata. And as was that I was, as a joke? Is that was a joke? Yeah. <laughs> you put like, a pinata on. There. Yeah. There was a pinata. There was like three pictures of any action hero from like 1980 to 2000. So I got like three pictures of Bruce Willis. Um, <laughs> But anyways, the pinata is the main part. So th- th- as I was leaving, the guy's like, do you want the pinata? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll take the pinata. And I take the pinata home and I put it inside. It's filled with candy too. So, you know, I was like dipping, eating some of it. And I was like, where should I put this pinata in my house? And I had this weird little crevice in my house. I don't know what it's for, it, but it literally fit the pinata there. Perfect. So I just put it in. And the next morning I was getting something from the, from the fridge and for some reason, I was like looking at the pinata. I was like, I don't know why. I just want to fucking yell at this thing. <laughs> so I pulled out Snapchat and I just started yelling, "Aren't you happy, Gerald? Aren't you happy?" And it like it took on Snapchat, and I saw a bunch of people tweeting at it. And then I started making these stories, these very like intricate stories on Snapchat of this pinata basically ruining my ruining my life and thinking that he's the coolest person and like doing cocaine off my iPad and all this stuff. <laughs> And like the first one I did was me going home from a show in an Uber and the Uber's taking way too long and he's doing coke off my iPad with like a bunch of piñata friends. Cuz cuz Windish sent that like Windish when they saw me doing this with the piñata they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, we'll send them some more piñatas." They sent me like crazy ones, like paper mache faces. And Okay. So it just became a thing out of nowhere. Yeah, it became a thing out of nowhere, and then okay. and then people started bringing like totems to shows with Gerald on it. And, ah, that's sick. And then from that, I like made I did like, I did four seasons of of or four seasons or four I guess releases of clothes with this company Barney Cools, where Gerald was like the inspiration for the clothes and like a little monogram of him. Yep, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I've seen that merch. So yeah, that still, that's where he that's where he comes from. Do you still sell that merch? Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh hell yeah! We're we're waiting to to work with them again because a lot of the supply chain stuff that happened from COVID yeah. fucked, fucked them up, up hard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel really bad. Damn. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but we're gonna bring them back. You have a really fun merch store. Thank you. Can Appreciate we hire it. you to paint a photo of us for seven hundred fifty dollars? Yeah. Actually, is it still up there? I don't know. You, I just saw it on a paint? list. No. That's why oh. it's going to be good. <laughs> he has like these crazy things on his merch store. He'll do your taxes. He'll fly out to your mom's birthday party. Okay, yep. that's what I was going to ask. So you don't actually do any of this. No, system. no, I have. Oh, yeah, I have. You've done taxes for people? No, no, no one's bought that one because I say like if discrepancies are made, like it's not my fault. He should do <laughs> our taxes. <laughs> you Fuck don't no. want me to. Are you, you insane? Do, so you do not want me to. <laughs> It'll be like a two-part episode. Dude, IRS is going to come and be like, who the fuck is this Dylan Francis guy and how bad did he fuck up? <laughs> DJ That's CPA really Dylan Francis. <laughs> but no, like on that list, there was babysit your kid, um, recreate this, the scene from Ghost where, they, where they're doing the clay. Um, and we, I did the, I did that one and I did the babysit your kid. And then the bar mitzvah one, I played a kid's bar mitzvah in Chicago. How much was that? It was low. They got a good, I, we forgot to like raise the price on it. They went on the site and got it. You did it for less than a bar mitzvah DJ. I think it was like 10 grand. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. 10 grand. And I was like in a good place in my career too. (laughs) So they fucking, they met out like bandits. We should have, we should hire him to paint a photo of us. (laughs) Okay, I'm down. I don't know if it's still. I don't know if I still have the weird shit on my website, but if I do, it, I, I'll definitely do it. We didn't see it, but we'll, we'll, we do want it. We'll hang it in here. Okay, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, okay. all right. Have you ever, have you done that for anybody? No, I haven't. 
I mean, yeah. So but which is the the funny thing too is though I did go to I did go to art high school. I went to Loxa here in LA, and I did take painting, but I just fucking suck. Oh, this is great. <laughs> we have some fan submitted questions too. Wait, wait. Okay. So last night, who does the painting? I'm trying to get. I that. do. Oh, you actually? Oh, I'm do. gonna paint that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, oh. I do everything on oh, that site. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm definitely down then. Yeah, I thought how, like I thought this went to like a professional artist. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that I <laughs> did go to art man. school and I should be able to paint, but I can't. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Yeah, we'll send you a photo to like recreate for us. Yeah, okay. it's gonna be it's good. It's gonna be the most like intricate photo. <laughs> Please, the more intricate, the better. The more yet. things in it too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we have a fan submitted question. Okay, what advice do you have for serial killers to not get caught? Go on to TikTok and like find out how to. I feel like that that. For some reason, there's always like some dude that's like, if you want to learn how to uh, get rid of bone in your backyard, here's your, here's the thing to make, like the science. I don't know. I haven't science, gotten that TikTok. One. You haven't? No, no me either. There's what this one guy that, that always does. Weird, man. Dude, there's oh, no. I swear, there's this guy that's algorithms huge. catered to you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> there's this one guy on there that's always like, I wanted to do something with my uh, with my blah 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 blah. blah. So I decided to put air inside of it, and it did this. But I didn't like that. Have you never seen that guy? I've never seen. I, I've seen those TikToks, but I haven't seen that guy. You haven't? I gotta find him at the end. But yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll be like, I put sodium inside of a glass container, and I wanted to make it explode. So I got hydrogen peroxide and put it in there, but it didn't explode the way I wanted it to. So I got something bigger. Sounds like d- Danny so like Burke. one of there's one of those videos though that that when. <coughs> When everyone watched it, because I think he gets rid of a chicken bone, everyone was like, yo, serial killers are in this chat room. Like, hell yeah. Now uh, we know what to okay, do. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, TikTok. Next question. You've been around for forever. Yes, do you I have. Th- you're I'm ver- old. You're very trendy, Might not though. look like it. <laughs> nice no beard. Yeah. Might have to keep it this way. Yeah, do, you think, do you think staying on trends and like the way that the world is moving has kept you so relevant for where you are? Yeah, you have to. You got you to gotta keep, you know... Keep, you got to keep up with the times. You adapt also, really well. I also don't want to be. I never want to be that shitty old dude that's like, I don't, man, that's so stupid. That's I don't like that. You know, yeah. It's that's not a way to. I don't want to. I don't want to live like that. Like I remember when TikTok came out, every every DJ was like, Nah, this sucks. And I was like, This is sick. Like this is really cool that you can put music to something and something happens and it's and it's very music it reminded me of music videos which is basically kind of what it is like you're just performing in your own music videos yeah. um so yeah i definitely think that that's helped a lot and and i i got that from diplo because i feel like he's that type of person as well where he doesn't he he never turns into like an old miser he's always like trying to find cool kids doing cool stuff and and making cool music and and seeing what's what's next so yeah you definitely have to do that. You can't just be like, I'm going to just stay in my old ways and hopefully people come back around. It will happen eventually because history repeats itself, but yeah. This is a vague question, but what is the... You got a hair on you? Thank you. What is the <laughs> craziest show that you've played where you're like... Do people flash you in the crowd? Okay, craziest show, yeah, uh, is um, Shrine Foxwoods in Connecticut. It is, I've said this so many times, it is the craziest place. And I'll usually play with Kirill, who he, on Instagram, he goes by Slut Whisper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Russian. Actually, my cousin's name is Kirill. I really? I know two Kirills, him and my cousin. Dude. Yeah. And he play, so he'll come to the show and 
do champagne shower. That's like his whole thing. And yeah. I have never laughed harder in my life. I don't participate in it because it's just like maybe I've done it one time. It's not my thing. And also it's so sticky. It's so sticky. I I, uh, I went to a bar in Chicago where he was there one time. And he and did was, that. Was he doing it? It was fucking crazy. Dude, and it's insane to see the people that are going up and like, yes. <laughs> you yeah. do not realize in that moment it's probably – Whoa, cool. You're going to be so fucking sticky. So sticky. Yeah. Like, just insanely sticky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so bad. Well, it's funny, but yeah. And, like, one time there was, like, a girl baby birding the champagne. She oh. got into her mouth, into this dude's mouth. We did And that. definitely boobs and a lot of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Shrine Foxwood's funnest, most amazing party ever. Are we, you booked there anytime soon? Uh, probably. We should go. Yeah. If you guys ever want to go, let me know. You can get some great content. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's funny. So uh, you can do the well, podcast in the middle. In the middle of the <laughs> crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While we're getting sprayed with champagne. Speaking of mess, have you ever thrown Stevie Oki's cake? Uh, yeah, I think a long time ago, and I sucked. Did you miss? I did. He's really accurate. He's really, really good. Yeah. I don't know. The cakes are not as dense as you would think as well. Because you can't. No. You can't hit someone. Which that's, it's harder to throw. Uh So he's like perfected being able to throw a non-dense cake. Because that's why it splats so crazy. Is like it's mostly just frosting. Yeah. And Uh. and then a little bit of cake in there. So when I'm throwing it, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your favorite place to play? Um, And do you have a residency right now? I, I do. I have a residency in Vegas. Um, at the, at the Wynn Encore Beach Club and, and. Excess. That's my favorite hotel there. Oh, I love that hotel. Yes, I mean, that's I've that. been there for ten years almost. Wow. Yeah. David Guetta just hit his ten years there. I'm about to hit mine. Yeah, we we saw you play. It was remember uh, we went on your. Uh, you took us on a private jet to Vegas. Yeah. This was uh, this is when it was pretty cold it was outside. Southwest, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no one from Burbank was on the plane, so was I was on a private jet. It was like it was like me, Nat, Dave. I think that was it. Oh, and Jonah, I think. Yeah, because uh, what's it called? Um, Jason didn't want. Jason was there, and then I think he left because he didn't want to go. Maybe this was another time. I don't remember. But anyways, yeah, I saw you play one time. It was. Uh, it's the one where. The pool is in the is yes. in the background, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a fun it's, show. It's so fun, and it's it's like the 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 dance floor is like the perfect size. Yeah, exactly. Like to fill. Yeah, to be filled. Yeah. No, there Encore Beach Club is probably my favorite one to play, especially during the afternoon. And then, like, if we're if we're saying clubs, and then Shrine Foxwoods, I I just always have to call that out. And then I guess festivals would be Coachella because I'm from LA, so right that or like Hard Summer. Hard Summer is always really, really good. Or EDC, too. Damn. I don't know. I can't pick. For Europe, it would be Reading and Leeds. Or not Europe, because that's that's England. England is not a part of Europe anymore. (laughs) Did you play EDC this year? I did. Not? I don't remember. I blacked out. Because that was my first year (laughs) that I went, and uh, it was fucking amazing. It's so cool. It's like a whole... When I first went, I didn't know what to expect, and when I like, and I went as as I was playing, and when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I fully get it now! Like it's yeah. a spectacle. It just, is such a just spectacle. Lights and it's it, not like Coachella. It's beautiful. It's like Coachella, but it's not like Coachella. Yeah, it's weird. The the Sorry. the like, I, I don't know, like the amusement park esque of it, and yeah. and the installations and and the stages are really cool. So. The stages are fucking cool. Yeah. Yes. Who's your uh, Who's your favorite artist? 
or I shouldn't say favorite because it's that's tough. But <laughs> just three of your favorite. Three of my favorite artists right now. I guess in yeah, life. I guess in uh, whatever you want. Three favorite artists. All right, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go deep first. Walter Wanderley. Who's that? He's a bossa nova. He's like the best organist ever. I think he. I, I don't think he's alive anymore. Okay. Um, but he's like just. I love listening to bossa nova in the morning. Solid and then answer. to go to like more recent. Recent. Uh, that's more in dance music as well. Let's see. Favorite. Um, I mean, I always love Good Times Ahead. GTA. So I got to shout that out. I didn't out. know that was Good Times Ahead. I yeah, Good it, Times Ahead. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, <clears throat> it's like they go in the beginning of the songs where they go, GTA, right? Yeah. yeah. GTA, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then... I mean, I got to put Diplo in there, I guess. I'm, I'm always, I've am I'm been such a stan of him forever. Yeah. Like, like I, I guess I kind of did the same thing when I met him where I was like, yo, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you made a whole show about him too, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and I was on it. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. The funniest thing about that, when that show aired, everyone was like, dude, it's so funny that Dylan's playing himself on the show. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> uh, do you listen to Fisher? I love Fisher. Yeah, Me yeah. too. I was, I was talking to my, my buddy Alex the other day, and for how big Fisher is, uh-huh. he has like no fucking songs. He's got like eight songs. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he's really... He he puts out his stuff really slowly. I think also because he focuses on his label. So, like, R.L. Grime puts out stuff really slowly. Yeah. But he also is, like, releasing a bunch of artists on his label the whole time. So, I, I think there's, like, there's that happening. But, yeah, he, it's crazy that his, like, his the way that he puts out songs are very, is very meticulous. I'm the opposite. I'm just, like, yeah. <laughs> throwing yeah. shit at the wall all day. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's definitely different ways to do it. But, yeah, hit. He's got like no, but they're all hits. Yeah, pretty much all of them are hits. Yeah, but whatever works, I guess you know. It works for him. Yeah. When you released "Get Low," did you know you had a massive song on your hands? Um, I knew we had like a really cool song. I knew it was very different from everything that was out there. Uh, the yeah, I don't know. The interesting thing is like the the old version we had was like this James Brown vocal. I don't think if we had if we had made the get low lyrics um i don't think that that would have been as big as it as it would have because what was he what was i forgot what he was saying but yeah and also fast and the furious helped a lot for that song being in like the trailer oh so, was it yeah oh that's cool Wait, but, did... but the song was like really well received by like all dj community and like tons of people were playing it so when that was happening i was like all right cool we did something like really fun and original that people are enjoying Who's that with? Snake? Snake, DJ Snake. And you own DJSnake.com? I used to. Oh, you let it go? Yeah, I gave you it gave back it to him. him. I know, so I know, funny. I know. You, my manager like randomly was like looking around. He's like, dude, DJSnake.com is available for $4,000. And I was like, buy it right now. I'll fucking buy it. <laughs> buy it. <laughs> buy it right it. now. And we held that for two years <laughs> until we started getting requests from his management. And it was so fucking funny. Did you put anything on the site? No, I don't think we, I think we, we might've used it as a portal for like one of my songs. Um, but yeah, DJ snake. That's what he gets for available. Buy yeah. It. Buy it right now. Buy I don't know why he was looking it up too. He's uh, my, my manager was like that type of a troll. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's mad funny. 
you had your cell phone leak at a show. Ilya leaked his cell phone number on our podcast. Do either one of you want to do it? How again? did you do that? <laughs> How? Well, Tell him. It was pretty simple. Um, I don't know why I got heated in the moment. He like blacks out with anger, but like in you a do? fun way. Yeah, definitely a fun way. It's definitely not like angry when I get angry. No, it's like the first video we ever did was, you don't think I'll lick the bottom of my shoe? Where's my shoe? Give me my shoe. And then he licks it. And that one went, you don't think I'm going to leak my number? You really don't think I'm going to leak my number? And then he leaked his number. 848. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I definitely said it. I said it multiple times. Damn. And uh, yeah. And people call me randomly now, like every day. Oh, I think I said I'm not doing any edits on this podcast. And he's like, yes, you are. Eight, four. And I'm like, no, I'm not. He's like, so you still have that number. Yeah. Well, the, the problem is I can't switch the number because so many people have it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I, it wasn't, it wasn't really a leak. It was just more of like a, here you go. Yeah. What happened with you? Mine was, <laughs> mine yours was also, <laughs> what happened, dude? I can't wait. What happened? What happened when your uh, number leaked? So mine was on the Jumbotron at Ultra main stage <laughs> when Snake was playing. So th- th- it just, this is just. Do you guys have like a prank war? <laughs> we were having a prank war for a bit, yeah. That's so funny. I put up, I put up fake nude photos of him in Amsterdam when he was playing right after me. <laughs> I did it to I did it to Martin Garrix too, and he got so mad. He was like, "Dude, my parents are at this festival." I'm like, "It doesn't matter. It's not you. It's not like it's actually you, unless that's actually you." <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, American humor sometimes does not fit with with Dutch humor. Um, but uh, so I was just getting back from it was Lollapalooza, like Chile, Brazil. We, so we were playing uh, over there, and. I think Skrillex was playing at Ultra, so we 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 took a ride with him on his jet, and then I was gonna land in Miami and then take a flight home from Miami because I wasn't playing at Ultra. And then Snake was like, "Hey, do you want to come to the show and we'll play Get Low at the main stage?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll you know what? I'll I'll put my flight later. I'll come over. We'll do that, and then I'll leave the festival. It works out perfect." So I'm tired. <laughs> I just want to go home, but I want to go and play the song too. So we go. I get up there and he's like, "All right, come on up. We're gonna play the song." We play the song, and during the breakdown of the of after the first drop, he's, he starts laughing, and I'm like, "Why are you laughing? Like, we're <laughs> laughing on stage," and he's just like <laughs> chuckling. I'm like, "Why are you laughing, man?" And he's like, "Look," and I look behind, and it's my fucking face with my phone number saying, "Call me." <laughs> oh my fucking god! And I'm like, "You fucking piece of shit." The second part plays, and I, I mean, it, it was really funny. I got to give it to him. Yeah. When I get off stage, dude, the amount of text messages that were coming in, I couldn't even use my phone. Dude, it was live me stream. Me too. Yeah, me too. My phone froze. Dude, it and, straight up froze. I had to turn it off. Yeah, my phone. My phone ran out of batteries in 20 minutes. I had to go to the fucking airport, dude. <laughs> Dude, I get to the airport. I'm like trying to charge my phone, and just fucking texts are coming in. It's so bad. And that's like that's in front of a crowd of like what ten. Well, it was live stream too. Oh, so it was even worse. It wasn't just the people at the festival. It was people that were at home, just like, oh yeah, I'll fucking call this guy. Oh my fucking Dude, god, so bad. That's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So I, when I got home, I immediately went and changed my number because it was it was so horrible i don't wish that upon anybody <laughs> me either you dude you, like you cannot use your phone <laughs> you cannot use it it is just fucking non-stop non-stop dude. i had to put on i realized that i had to put on like do not disturb but then some phone calls would come in because they would dial twice man that yeah. sucked 
No, I had to. Everyone that called me, and there's, I mean, I'm not joking when I say there's probably like ten thousand people that called yeah. me. Yeah. Um, individually blocked. Individually each off number. the block each number. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And we dropped it on a Monday. I, I mean, I do it every every day. Every day, I have oh to block numbers God. every day. Oh, my God. Deadass, five numbers a day at least I'm blocking. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's I'm brutal. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry for you, man, that you had to experience that. No, it's... dude, I actually like changing my number. I mean, I've had this this number for a while now, but I do enjoy it because it just, like, kind of rids my, my like, <laughs> then I'll just go back to, like, the, the normal people that I want to text, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. else can really text me. Yeah, I guess, like, a moment of reprieve. Totally. Oh, I was, <laughs> actually, that's kind of cool. I should do that. Yeah. And Because wow. then you'll just go through and be like, all right, who do I want to text? my number to now right wow it's okay good. it's kind of a hack yeah and, then, <laughs> and yeah. then if anyone doesn't have your number they'll just hit you up through instagram easy right right ah, that's so funny dude. <laughs> that's so fun. what did you do to get him back or is that it i got i bought his website oh and i waited for two years <laughs> i was a silent killer that's fucking so he hilarious. didn't know that you owned he didn't it? know that's so funny. No, but but the, he never did anything to, to try to get it for two years, and then that's when we started seeing his his manager was trying to buy it from us in, in the emails. Yeah, and that's where we we're like, all right, we got him. <laughs> we got him. We got that we son of a bitch. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. As a filmer myself, when I'm watching a movie, I kind of have to disconnect myself to really enjoy it, because otherwise, I'm thinking, oh, the lighting, where's the mic? Do you have to do that with songs when you hear things that you really enjoy? Yeah. What's it like? Um, a perfect example of of like at at a moment in time, I, I was very like trying to be as technical as possible in making music, and I remember Diplo sent me "Express Yourself," and he sent me "Express Yourself," and he was like, "What do you think of this record?" Because it was a Mumatone record, and that's really what I was doing at the time. And I'm like, bro, this record fucking sucks. I hate it. I'm being dead honest with you. I don't like this record. I think the drums sound bad, blah, 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 blah. That's a hit song. That is a hit song. That song got on commercials for Doritos for that fucking Kia hamster shit. Like that was one of the biggest records for him. And he also created that whole like, you know, girls coming on stage and doing the upside down handstand butt shake thing. And, uh, or I guess, was that twerking? But not, that's like upside down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's one of the things where it was like, that was detrimental to me knowing a good song or what he was going to be able to do with the story of creating that song. <clears throat> so, like, because when I was listening to him, I was like, the kick is not punching through enough. The synth is not loud enough for me. And, um, and I've had to, like, kind of shed myself of that when I listen to certain things and just try to, like, understand if... You got to really think about, you know, the person that's listening to it. How are they going to feel rather than me being a technical producer? Like when you watch something, you're like, oh, the lighting's off to the normal person. They're not going to be like, oh, the lighting's off. It's it's about the emotion in that scene. Like there's there's definitely this YouTube video that shows a bunch of scenes from huge movies that have like crazy, crazy um continuity errors movie mistakes but but in that moment nobody notices except for a person that's going to watch it you know five times afterwards and be like wait hold on they were wearing a watch and now they were not wearing a watch but to the normal viewer they're not going to notice that so it goes the same for music like for me i could be like man this needs to hit so much harder but to a normal person like if you play them the softer version and the harder version they wouldn't hear it the same way that that you would they would just be like ah i don't know i don't know if i'm really feeling this or not like emotionally right and i'm not thinking about it emotionally express yourself is such an interesting song because in my opinion the build-up of the song 
is fucking amazing. <laughs> See, I didn't like it at the time. And now I, I think it's really one of the best records <sighs> in, in terms of like even Porter Robinson started doing that later. Like if you listen to Porter's old music, he was so technical with everything. And then when he started doing when he did, uh, what was that last album? Not the last album, the first it's, it has Sad Machine on it, but he was even tweeting about this where he was like, I'm done trying to be technical and I'm just going to make songs that sound good to me and emotionally hit the right chord for me. And through that, I think he started making even better music than, than thinking about like, all right, man, I need to make sure my kick is at 7 dB and the snare is at 25 hertz and, you know, it's all these stupid producer things. Which I don't. You wouldn't want your snare at twenty five hertz. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I didn't even know that you guys looked at it that way. Yeah, right. oh. like in drum and bass, it it's so it's such a formula for how you're gonna make your music. Like the snare has to actually be at a certain hertz. Like, I don't I don't know what it is. Probably like two fifty. I hope someone just comes into the comments like that's fucking wrong. <laughs> Let's actually see what it is. I'm probably wrong. I was up, I was a little bit above. It should be two hundred to two twenty hertz. I knew it was in the two hundreds. So yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. My first music lesson. That's pretty cool. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. You should, you should make us an intro song. We don't have one. We've been okay. doing it for two years now. I'll just make that. us a song. Like a full song. Okay. I was thinking I it'd, it. it'd be cool to like make a Zila song. Which would be one of those old school, old ones. It's like the triplets where it's like... Like the Kanye Zila. Zila. Fuck it, let's try it. I got you, dude. I'll make it. Hell yeah. What festival in music history do you think really needed a Dylan Francis set? Woodstock 99? Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I never want to be near that festival. <laughs> no. No. That was so sad. Did you watch the documentary? Yeah. So good. Dude, I cannot believe that they were like, man, this air airbase is going to be so fun for people to wander around and just be so hot. Let's leave the jets there. Yeah. This is going to be great. <laughs> Damn, I have to watch that documentary. Dude, it's so good. Really? It's insane. It's like, like have you watched the Firefest docs? Yes. It's watching that, but... Before that, were like, you invited to Firefest? Um, I think I think we were, and we were like, "This sounds weird." And Major Lazer was already playing it, so we were like, "Ah, oh, just leave it to them." Yeah, but who was Major Lazer's Diplo? Diplo and uh, two others. Diplo, Walshy, Fire, and Ape Drums, and then yeah. all the dancers. Yeah, yeah. But it seemed suspicious from the start. It was suspicious from the start. Yeah, everyone everyone was like keeping an eye on it. It was like, I don't know if this is gonna happen. Oh wow. Yeah. That was mm. that was so wild to watch that like watching that unfold on social media was just insane and and I, that would have happened if Woodstock '99 was on social media like that just uh, that was crazy. Everyone posting. Everyone would have been posting like, dude, we're we're out here. The fucking porta potties are broken. Yeah, dude, the light. I I still can't believe they passed out candles. That was so funny. That was what. I don't remember that what? part. That's fucking crazy. At Woodstock, they pass out 100,000 candles yeah. during someone's set. That's dangerous. Right? And they were like, yeah, totally, dude. Sounds great. <laughs> Candlelight vigil. <laughs> wow. That's wicked. Do you want to talk about the Lego movie? Yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> How was it? You were in the Lego movie? I was not in it. I know. I wish I was in it. But I got to make a song for the Lego movie oh. with one of my favorite comedians, John Lajoie. He's on the league. He goes by Taco on the league. He hit me up and he was like, hey, I have this song that I'm working on for Lego and I would love for you to work on it. 
and turn it into this. I, here's what I have. And from that, I made the song and, and then we sent it to who makes, I forgot who Sony is it? Sony? I don't know if it's Sony. I'm not sure. Whatever the record label that was attached to the movie, um, they ended up sending it out to T-Pain and, um, have you not heard it? No, I don't think so. That's how I discovered you. I was watching Lego. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> Yo, people ask me to play that at my sets. I'm like, I will not play that in my sets. Really? I'm sorry. No. Why? I don't want to. I do not want to play that song in my sets. That's your closer, man. I should close with that. That would be a good joke. You were in Fast and Furious, Lego, anything else? Fast and the Furious, Lego, what else? Um, Saving Private Ryan. I wish. <laughs> yeah, that'd be f- I did all the bullet sounds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that might be it. There's got to be other ones that I'm just forgetting. I suck at knowing what, what I've done in my career. <laughs> no, those are pretty cool, though. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about, like shows, tours, whatever? Yeah, you want to pro- promote anything? Songs? I mean, we promoted that. Just already. come out to Vegas and go listen to my new song, Goodies, and that's it. Yeah, guys, go to the... If you're ever in Vegas, stay at the Win. Yeah. Right? Stay at the, the Win. The Encore or Win and, and yeah. come and come to Excess or Encore Beach Club. It's so yes. fun. It's really fun. It's it's like outdoor, indoor. It's really dope. Yeah. And go Ilya's going to get me one app, so I'll finally be able to take my shirt off yes. at, at Encore Beach Club. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like skinny fat right now. Dude, we got you. You got me? Zeal's got you. All right, cool. Of course. All right, guys, thanks. Uh, Wait, by the way, I, that's actually one thing I wanted to talk about to you was I saw Heath and Zane randomly by like, by what was it, on Robertson. I was I was just walking around, probably grabbing a ice cream sandwich. Doing <laughs> <laughs> my thing. I saw Heath and I was like, dude, you look so good. Like, so good. His face yeah. shed so much weight. And same with Zane. I was like, dude, holy shit. What do you, and they never told me that they were working out with you. They yeah. left it all out. And I was like, what's, dude, oh my God, good job, guys. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I asked him what, and he was like, nothing, dude. It's all me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got to let you know, dude, what he's saying on the streets. It's all him. I don't okay. think so. <laughs> no. No, I, but dude, great job. Thank you. He yeah. looks phenomenal i'm yeah, like so proud it. for him because yeah he killed there's it. nothing better than than attaining that goal and yeah. well what's your goal what do you want to do like what's your ultimate goal you want to lose uh body fat you want to gain muscle right both so i want to lose so right i did in body i'm at 24.1 which is normal for being 34 yeah um but i want to get down to 15 percent body fat and then i want to gain so i want to lose the body fat first and then I want to gain to up to like 180 for muscle. Okay. So I know that the gaining part is like always been the hardest thing. Like the getting down to 15, I don't think is going to be too hard for me. But the okay. gaining part is like that's where I suck at eating at eating enough food. Summer bod, Dylan. Yeah. Coming right up. Yeah. It's Done winter. deal. It's winter. No, I know, but for summer, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. gotta, it, yeah, it's gonna take a while. <laughs> <laughs> I need four years. What do you yeah. think? What do you think your downfall is? Diet. My downfall is got to be touring, because um, that's where it's the hardest to keep like consistency. Consistency is like because you're you're flying somewhere, you get to New York or something like that, and you land late, and then you, you're like, oh man, do I really want to go work out? It's really tough. Your, your it's really diet kind of gets fucked up from that too. When's uh, when's the next time you go on tour? I, I'm not going on tour till next year. So next year, what month? 
probably sometime in March. But yeah, I'm, I'm okay. just doing Vegas. So, I mean, it's like the perfect time to actually like get oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is the perfect time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You could do a transformation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that I'd would love be, to do a transformation. That would be really dope. As a part owner, I could say yeah. that. No, it was a okay. great, tra- uh, great trainer. Yeah, I've seen the setup at the house, too. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to come by. Yeah. Do you come have a gym by. at your house? No. I wish. Do you have yeah. anything? I'd Treadmill, have bike? Studio. Uh, I had to do studio instead of that. <sighs> Work. <laughs> Work. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll talk. We'll but talk. anyways, I wanted to say congrats. Yes. Because that, that is... Thank you. That's not an easy feat for both trainer and for person that's totally. doing it. Totally. So. Yeah, no, it's a commitment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hell yeah. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for having me. Lightweights. Out. Woo! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.